Hey folks, Andy here. With everything going on in the US right now, I debated about whether to release an episode this week or not, but I decided that I'd put this one out there for people that might need a distraction. If it's too much for you, feel free to come back to it later, it's not going anywhere. I also wanted to make sure that I put trigger warnings at the beginning of this one especially, so if you don't want spoilers, go ahead and skip forward a couple of seconds to the main section of this episode, because this episode contains a terrorist act in the form of an implied bombing, as well as the death of a major character. If that's not your jam, or if it's too much for you, you might want to stop listening at the point when the team meets up with Bryant Baxter in his office. Other than that, make sure to listen to the end of the episode for a special scene. With all that out of the way, enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, pull up a chair and put down your chips. It's time for Tabletop Roulette. Today's game is... Masks, A New Generation, a superhero tabletop role-playing game full of action, youthful angst, and dazzling bravery. Hey, I'm Lee. I use he-him pronouns, and I play Cameron Vista, aka Filter the Star. You can find me on Twitter as at the Law of Names, or as the GM and Dimensional Tour Guide on the Otherware podcast. Hi, this is Eric. I use he-him pronouns, and I'm playing... Faustus, also known as Warlock, the Doomed. You can find me online at PrimeFactorX01, or as a silky smooth fae on Shadows of St. Fleur, or as the delinquent Quint on Otherware. Hey, I'm Ara. My pronouns are currently she, her, and I play Odyssey slash Nico the Nomad. Howdy, hello. This is Rolando Garcia. I use he and pronouns, and I'm playing Axel, the Bull. You can find me online on Twitter as Jalapeno Supreme. Hi, my name's Connor. I use he, him pronouns. I'm playing Cameron, or Vaporwave, the delinquent playbook. And you can find me on Twitter at Conador Crunch. It's not spelled like it sounds, so good luck finding it. I want to pick up the next day, actually. Quick check-in with everybody who all would be in school the next day i'm assuming that filter is there or uh camera lynn um i think warlock is probably playing hooky can't imagine why uh, <laughs> i think uh cameron goes to school um if anything just to sit in the back and make snarky comments all day uh, somebody's got to do it. I can't remember if Nico even goes to school, but I'm going to assume that yes, he does. And yes, he does go to school. He is going to school today. Okay. And what about Axel? Uh, yes. And he, he just treats it like normal. Yeah, he's there. 
Okay. Uh, in that case, I want to check in with Faustus or Warlock and find out what are you doing if you're not at school? What's your plan for the day? I'm going to be in my sanctuary, uh, probably seeing if there are any spells or anything in this weird uh, giant library that might be able to help. Okay. Do you have a move for that, or is this just a something like? Do you have a move for that? I'm not overly familiar with the doomed. Uh, there is the doomed sanctuary thing uh, where um, I tell you what I want and you tell me what I need to do to accomplish that, but I don't think I'm invoking that at the moment. Okay. Yeah, it's sort of like the wizards thing in uh, in Urban Shadows. Gotcha. Uh, just for the uh, benefit of those listening that may not entirely remember, can you uh, describe your sanctuary for us again? Just give us a little like panel or two of what it looks like and what you look like inside of it. Yeah. So uh, my sanctuary is like a non-Euclidean library inside the face of a clock tower in like weird interdimensional space. So uh, the way that this panel um, appears is that you see Faustus in his new dragon form, like, trying to pick through a book in the next panel you see Everbright come in upside down and uh also reading a book trying to uh help out uh and probably sighing and going get another book because there's nothing useful in that one yeah i think we uh get a panel this time of her like she teleports in and as she's walking along like she's walking on what is the floor to her and the ceiling to you Mm -hmm. and she looks down slash up and just says any luck yet you find any lead at all um i found a cool recipe for like dragon stew but i don't think that's particularly useful right now no but put a bookmark in that we're uh, running out of new recipes it's always nice to try something new will do and you, you see uh faustus like dog ear the page in the meantime Let's cut back over to the school. I think we get a panel of what part of the classroom does Filter sit in? Is she like front of the class, middle, uh, towards the back? Just a little bit back from the front. Not in the very front row because that's that's too obvious, but not in the back. So like maybe second or third row, kind of right in the middle, but just a little off to the side. Okay. I think we get a panel of her and Axel in his seat like in the back of the panel uh framed so that you can clearly see the two of them and you feel sorry i always forget how to pronounce her name how do you pronounce filters like legal name Cameron. Cameron, you feel wherever you keep your phone on you you feel it just completely just going crazy vibrating with notification after notification hmm well i'm not supposed to have phones out during school but this is way more important so behind the book or whatever gonna look at it okay as you look at it you see that people are just tagging you over and over in a video uh specifically one that is live are you doing anything with that or well i mean i'm gonna look at it of course obviously okay I think she's got down to an art has uh, looking at her phone in class is like just just perfected. Gotcha. So do you have sound on or is this just video? Uh, just watching it. She won't go so far as to wear like it. She might have one of the like wireless earbuds in just one of them, but that seems like not super great. So mostly she's just watching with sound or without sound. 
automatic uh, closed captions that are terrible. Oh, yeah, of course. As you open up this video, you see somebody that you would recognize behind a podium. That's somebody being Bryant Baxter, the head of BB Tech. Standing behind him on one side is his sister, Brianna, and on the other side is Kinetic, who you know the police took away from your house last night. Hmm. Brian seems to be giving a speech to a lot of like reporters and media people. And in the comments, you see people talking like in that way that like people are talking about something, but they're not specifically saying like anything really important. The subject seems to be the rogues gallery, you and your team. Hey. Nice. Uh, are they saying bad things? I mean, it doesn't matter that much, but... I think I want you to go ahead and uh, assess the situation for Got me. It. it could also be Pierce Musk. I was going to say either assess the situation for, like, the general chat or Pierce the Mask if you want to find out about what Bryant Baxter is no, saying. I don't care about him. I care about the crowd. Eight. Okie doke. You get one question from the list there. Who here is most vulnerable to me in terms of like influence and stuff? Okay, so I think like as you're reading through the chat, there's a bunch of people that are saying like, oh, I wonder if the rogues gallery is going to reply. How's the rogues gallery going to react to that? And then once you come into the chat, people like they're still tagging you. Mm-hmm. And people seem to be like not freaking out, but kind of fanboying or fan personing uh, that you're there. Mm-hmm. So, like, the chat in general seems to be looking for you to give some kind of reaction. Do I know what I'm reacting to? I don't think you do because you don't have sound on. If you've got the one Bluetooth headphone, yeah. though, I'll give you like what's being said. <sighs> What class is this? That's going to depend a lot on whether she's doing that or not. Let's, it's something boring. Let's go with chemistry or whatever science class she's in. I'll never use that. Fine, she totally got an ear thing in. You hear, and it is with this in mind, that I ask for a formal ceasefire between the rogues gallery and BB Tech starting immediately. I would like to extend a formal offer to this rogues gallery team to meet me at Baxter Tower tonight at 7 p.m. to sign the contract drawn up by our professional lawyers, which will ensure that neither party will act in an aggressive manner towards the other. Following this attack by Oasis last night that they tried to frame on myself and my associates i would like to ensure that things between my company and theirs stay cordial so rogues gallery the proverbial ball is in your court and i look forward to seeing you tonight so my first comment into the chat is going to be well i'm glad he's got professional lawyers i mean like amateur lawyers (laughs) would be really an insult i love you filter You get, like, several people reacting, like, telling you how funny that is. And then several more just saying, so what's going to happen? Are are you going? Are you going to sign it? What's what's going on? I mean, 
Of course we're going to go to a meeting, but like contracts are awful serious. It sounds like they're doing something they want to be, they're ashamed of and they want to hide. Uh, Why else would you, it's it's like telling someone not to tell somebody something. You don't tell them that if you don't have anything to say. Uh, Do any of the rest of you have a, an account on this app or like, I know none of you are to the level that filter is, but would any of the rest of you be able to be tagged into a video like this? Uh, Faustus has an account, but it still has the egg avatar and, uh, like, he has never tweeted anything. Uh, Vaporwave definitely does to, like, share a whole bunch of, like, ACAB memes and stuff like that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it's, and it's like, a it's a, an account tied to Vaporwave. Honestly, has one just because things from this time are weird and he wanted to see how weird it was. Alex probably has one. Probably not as Dragonoid, probably as just, like... Axel. <laughs> yeah, I imagine Filter wouldn't let Axel not have one. No, he he she wouldn't like spiffy it up for him, but she'd at least make sure it doesn't suck. <laughs> I think all of you were like tagged in afterwards, like one by one. And the chat is sort of going off just saying, Did you miss the first part of it? He said Oasis attacked you last night. They were framing BB Tech. Sent people to trick you into thinking they were attacking you he's sure saying a lot uh i don't really have anything to add right now i mean we have an active open investigation you don't want to like do that or anything right he'll just probably write definitely something hidden in that small text in the contract yeah we're not going to bring our own professional lawyers but i do have a few hobbyist lawyers (laughs) i mean we wouldn't want to like threaten them or anything and we've established that warlock actually reads these things he reads paperwork Two of us have attorneys at like related to us. See, uh, I think Warlock will respond with like, you know, I actually read uh, the uh, EU LAs from and everything that I install on my computer. So just I'll, I'll totally read through it. Filter's gonna send him a uh, the the confused lady emoji. I think Vaporwave uh, will just link uh, an NPR article about the late rights violation from the, from this corporation. I mean, we're not saying they did anything. I mean, maybe they are completely above board and honest here, but like, I mean, only people that talk that much are people that are hiding things, right? They're also going through a lot of trouble to make this public as if for a PR stunt. <laughs> Hashtag nothing to hide. I guess we'll find out when we go and see them later. So quick check-in, are you all having this conversation like in the public chat room oh yeah totally 100 percent. oh yeah <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll i'll be in the public chat why not cameron is absolutely texting from class uh whatever <laughs> going on he's just sitting at his desk in the back uh without even looking up at the teacher did anybody have like anything else they wanted to get in before i like close out on that scene just that axel didn't uh answer because he is trying his best to focus on class <laughs> 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 so i think the teacher like we get a speech bubble with the spikes around it that just says mr santos what do you think you're doing and then the next panel is like the screen turning off as uh cameron presumably sticks his phone away did you all want to meet up before you all go uh what's on everybody's agenda for the rest of the day so question do we have a group chat. I imagine yes, but of course, probably. Just send a message to say meet up after school. Yeah, Cameron will respond. I'll be there. Heart, heart, kissy face, happy face, heart. There's about 
three or four messages of like, wait, what? What's happening? Oh, oh, I hate this. <laughs> That's the entire thing. <laughs> Axel always starts the the mo- from the most recent text and works his way backwards. Pretty much. <laughs> Okay, so where are you all meeting up after school? What's this scene going to be like? Uh, where is the meeting supposed to take place? Uh, I'd say the library, because I think that's was decided to be our regular hangout. All right. works. He really loves that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cameron's going to sort of hang out with her friends for a little bit and then slip away when they're busy with something else or whatever. Make some, some oh, I got to go fix my lipstick or whatever. I was back an hour later. Yeah, it took a really long time. <laughs> this look does not do itself. <laughs> One sec, I had to pull dinner out of the oven. I'm sorry. Be right back. You're good. Warlock is going to show up in a uh, big, heavy cloak over his already, you know, emo uh, over-the-top cloak to try and hide. Wait, he's still in. He's still in the over-top cloak. Oh yeah. We're in school right now. He didn't go to school. No, we're still. We're at the library, aren't we? This is the mystical library. Oh, I thought you just meant like the school library. <laughs> No, the library, the special one. Ah, uh, yeah. I, so when when Vaporwave sees Warlock, he's gonna say, um, "So, in what world did you think a second cloak was going to make you even less conspicuous?" Um, I mean, it doesn't. There. So then, why the second cloak? It seemed right. Um, I don't really have many options here. Oh, you're you just got a lot of cloaks. I get it. <laughs> I have a lot of these uh, these bomber jackets. So. Uh... I don't know if you noticed, but sometimes I switch them out. A panel of Warlock's closet that just has cloaks. Okay, so I'll turn this scene over to you all. What's going on in the library once you all decide to meet up? So this is a trap, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's in public, so I don't think they can make it that. It's a trap. I think it's just just a contract that's a trap. Oh, yeah. Who's going to read that? Because I won't. I think um, just... We make the first dominant move, right? It's called first mover advantage. We show up to sign the contract, and instead we rip it up right there. I can cheat. I have a processing system that can just read it for us. I, I think we should talk to them. I mean, what's the purpose of the contract? Like, do they really think we're going to do anything? That Anyway, actually taking the contract seriously as a contract seems like a bad idea. I mean, it's a PR stunt. They just want better press because we got them, mm. you know, in the eyes of the media doing bad shit. But, like, who signs a contract with a bunch of kids? Like, do they think that we're actually legally bound by... I'm not 18 yet. Yeah, none of us are. If I do sign, I'm not going to use my name. I'm going to sign you in the mayor's name. (laughs) So, you know, follow up with that, judges. There's always the the, the fun chance of saying, hey, if we're going to sign your contract and be all, like, like, buddy-buddy with you, can we see everything in your facilities or whatever and broadcast them to the media or something? I... I don't think I have a signature. <laughs> Do you oh want me God. to bring my sister? She is a DA. Does she have a signature? I mean, I imagine so. So I, I mean, it seems like we, we, of course, want to go to this. I mean, at least get some pictures taken, right? Yeah. I don't see any point in this contract. It's sounds like fun, but whatever. We should at least read it, but I doubt we're going to actually sign it. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can read it out loud. Warlock can like read it all on camera. He's kind of nice looking. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, Axel, can you fix that? Uh, I mean, it, I, I can try. I mean, Warlock, have you been able to like calm down 
Like, are you calm? Are your is your heart rate down? Because like anytime I'm like this, my heart rate is through the roof. I mean, there's the the general panic of being a weird dragon boy now. That's kind of been on my mind for a while. All right. So here's what you got to do. Close your eyes. Focus on your own breathing and try to slow that down as much as possible. Just give a deep breath in, hold it, and then let it go very slowly. Uh, uh, Warlock will try to see if it helps anything. Can I try to roll a uh, comfort and support with a minus three? Oh. Oh, no. Yeah, go for it. You know, he is angry and has a minus one in mundane. I got a two on my comfort and support, so it's bad. Ooh, I get a potential. Sure. Um, I think, can I say that it goes on for a bit? Like, Faustus tries this for like a minute and Axel gets upset that it's not working for him. Does Faustus have horns right now? Uh, I think that was one of the, the changes that happened. I think Axel grabs one of the horns and is like, are you not fucking listening to me? Slow down your fucking breathing. Come on. Jesus. Uh, I, I think you just see Faustus hold his breath there and just stop breathing. That's not going to lower your heart rate. I have some, some cycle breathing I've learned if you want to try it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. No, you're holding your breath. Faustus, as you try to do this, and like, if anybody can help you, it's going to be Axel, right? Like, he's been through this. He knows what he's talking about. And it's not working. I'm going to ask you to mark afraid there. Oh, no. Okay. That is now four conditions, Mark. Ooh. Ooh. It'll be fine. Um, I, mean, I guess I could... Running away from something hard. Um, could just run away from this meat. It could be fun. It would be an interesting take. It definitely makes sense. Um, ooh, I know. I'm going to cause drama. Um, I'm going to unzenify and and yell at Axel, and it's not fucking working. Of course it's not fucking working. You're holding your breath. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? I, I thought you might be able to help, but ugh, you're useless too. I think uh, Vaporwave is going to stand in between them and say, uh, well, I think you should calm down, because at this point, uh, all I'm seeing are two monster kids that are about to fight. At least let me get it on video if you're going to do that, though. Good. Fine. But And he, he has his hands up in, like, a surrender as he steps back. Um, Faustus steps back, too. Uh, starts floating cross-legged, <laughs> trying to do zen stuff. All right. I hate to be the voice of reason here, because I should literally never be trusted with that. Both of you are superheroes, so we need to get our shit together and be superheroes for just a minute. Yeah, we are also teenagers, so this seems pretty par for the course. I was gonna say we're pretty we're pretty put together right now. I mean, he's a little upset, but whatever, no big. <laughs> All right. Where, where um, we, what are we gonna wear? Like, we don't have a teen outfit, do we? Or no? I don't wear much. Can we all coordinate colors at least? I look really good in pinks. Try to get fast to wear pink. Axel looks down at his gray and white like dragon self and it's like <laughs> I don't I don't think pink's gonna work with this you would look really amazing with like some lycra bands of bright colors to, to really draw out your markings what is lycra oh sweetheart <sighs> don't we have a meeting to go to yeah, how much time do we have he looks down to like look at a watch that he doesn't have <laughs> <laughs> 
Faust is going to try something here. Um, okay, I did find one spell that might at least help me blend in a little bit better. And he's going to use infinite powers, uh, mark a doom track to use an ability from another playbook. He's going to take radical shape-shifting to uh, try and look like someone else, uh, <clears throat> if, if that is okay. Yeah, if you want to mark a doom track for that, go for it. I will absolutely do that. And that fills my doom track. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Hey, tomb signs are fun. Uh, just for the record, I'll be taking dark vision. Uh, so Faustus, um, since he's thinking about like his Zen state, he turns uh, like his cloak turns yellow and orange, and he's now turned into a little bald Asian man. <laughs> very inconspicuous. That's very Zen, <laughs> like like Zen Zen. You took my uh, advice. Oh. Well, I mean, I didn't mean to look like Krillin, but uh, aren't they gonna? That should work. Notice that warlock is gone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so are we going? Yeah. Guess so. Let's go. Just to be clear, though, we're not signing anything. We're just scoping it out. Yes. Maybe making fun of them. Maybe tearing the contract up. Wait, are we bringing a a, a lawyer friend? No, we're fine. Okay. We can totally handle this. We're, we're can really smart. That Warlock is our lawyer. <laughs> Warlock, who is absolutely not here and totally not an old man yeah, right now. Tell him that little Warlock man, like <laughs> fake Warlock. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, yes, my name is uh, Sun Krillin. Sun Krillin. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think we get a couple of panels of montage style, you all approaching the Baxter building. Uh, It's not particularly interesting, a bunch of teenagers walking into a giant tower. But I do want to establish the Baxter building is, as you might have expected, the tallest skyscraper in Pinnacle City. It is very shiny and reflective. At the top of it is the BB Tech logo, which looks, it's two Bs stacked on top of each other with the bottom of the top B being the top of the bottom, if that makes sense. So there are three bumps? Yes. Okay. Uh, The Bs are pointy and stylized. They look very much like uh, the Bluetooth symbol B. And coming out of that logo is the BB Tech motto, which is Be Better. So the top B is B and the bottom B is Better. Uh, The group of you make your way in. Uh, There is, as you might have expected, a lot of media attention. As you are making your way towards where you're supposed to meet, there is like a swarm of interviewers and news reporters, all those types of people trying to get like quotes and interviews. Are any of you going to stop to say anything to any of them? Of course, all of them. There's, I think like the way we see it on the page is that there's just like 
speech bubbles overlapping each other to the point that you can't read particularly what's in any of them. Uh, Give us just like a little snapshot of like what's Filter saying? What's her like, what sort of image is she trying to project? Yeah, she's, uh, she's got something. One of her masks up is, is sort of low key. Um, I I don't know. She's got like glasses and a a flower headband is her, her, her current filter mask. Her dialogue is all stuff like, um, oh, we really are glad to see that they're taking the threat seriously. And we, we really appreciate wanting to work with us, but we're a little concerned that they're hiding things. I'm not hiding things, but they may have motives that we're not being completely honest about, but we really care. And we'll look, look out for everyone here. That kind of shit. Sort of. We don't trust what they're saying, but we think they're going to hopefully be honest with us. And we'll try to find out when. We're- All right. Anybody else want to give a thought on the way? Up to meet with Brian Baxter. Big Boy's got something. If anybody approached him for a quote, he would say, uh, um, yeah, I can't imagine how insecure someone must be that they name an entire building after themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Just cross his arms. I do want to say that Axel's having trouble seeing because there's a lot of flashing. (laughs) Just for PR stuff, um, if people like walk up to the group, then honestly, we're just going to have to see what they say. We'll let you all know when we are done. All right, then we get a panel of the group of you riding up in the elevator to Bryant Baxter, and the elevator comes to a stop. There is a ding, and the door is open. You find yourselves on the top floor of the Baxter building. The elevator doors slide open and you see, like, a plush carpet leading to, like, the opposite wall is just completely made out of windows. There is a large, uh, let's say, mahogany desk, and Brian Baxter is sitting there with his sister, and the person you would recognize as the Blue Bomber behind him, sort of flanking him on either side, he stands up and says, Ah, oh, welcome, heroes. Come in, come in, have a seat. Let's get everything squared away. I'd hate for there to be any hard feelings between us. Why would there be hard feeling? Just because you guys did some illegal stuff. You're going to stop, right? Rest assured that we have done no such thing. It was those bioterrorists at Oasis that... Well, you know how they are always trying to frame good companies like us and take us down in the eyes of the citizens. They don't see all of the good that we're doing for this city. So I actually want to use gossip bags, my move, which is tapping into the gossip and rumors of the celebrity industry for information on important figures. I want to know what shit, what dirt this guy's been up to. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and roll with Superior for me. Eight. Okay, you get one question from the list. How can I make them vulnerable to me? In what way? How do I make him make a misstep in what he say? Hmm, I think that's gonna be tricky. Like, you can tell he is very guarded. He's the type that, like, everything he says is very carefully thought out and very much, like, on purpose. Heck, how do I make him mad enough to lash out? I think if you just, like, keep pressing him, (laughs) like, you know that he is used to getting his way. The Baxter family is 
very used to like pretty much everyone bowing down in front of them. If you keep pressing him, he's most likely going to get upset. Um, I think to that end, Vaporwave is going to walk across the office and sit on the desk that Brian Baxter is sitting at and say, all right, why don't you be honest with us? Why don't you tell us the truth? Oh, wait, hold that. And Filter's going to run up by him, lean her head in and take a, a picture of the two of them with Brian Baxter in the background, like sitting on their desk. That's a really good shot. Look, you get him in, in the photobombing. Yeah. Okay. I think... <laughs> I think just a hat on a hat here. Um, Vaporwave is definitely going to flip off the camera. Fine. I'll censor it. I'll blur it out. You know, I have to do the bad boy thing for the camera. <laughs> oh, totally. Uh, while they're distracting him, can I assess the situation? Uh, just a second before you do that. When you look at the picture filter, you see that Brian has like leaned in and put on a very like practiced smile. Okay. <laughs> oh, I hate this guy. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, Odyssey, go ahead and roll to assess the situation for me and tell me what that looks like on the panel. Uh, so it's just a quick, like, tapping of the side of his head, which is to wake up Zeus to try and catalog um, what's in the room and who the people are. And I rolled a nine on that. Okay. You get one question from the list there. Or if someone can help you. Get the 10. Um, I get one of these answers, which I'm looking for what here is the uh, greatest danger. But also I get one from the list of sharpened eyes, which is when you assess the situation, you may ask one of the following questions. And my question is, who here is susceptible to my words? Okay, so the question is what here is in the greatest danger? What here is the greatest danger? Uh, The biggest threat? Yeah, essentially. Okay. And then who is most susceptible to your words? Yeah. Okay, so I think, like, you get a panel of Zeus, like, scanning the room, and particularly the three behind the desk. Mm -hmm. You see, like, he lets you know that Blue Bomber's heart rate is very high for a teenager. Mm -hmm. So, like, his emotions are running pretty high. Okay. You get the impression that, like, he would be fairly easy to, I guess, like, manipulate or, like, affect his emotions. Mm -hmm. Uh, The biggest threat right now would be Bryant Baxter, because, actually, no. You get, after that scan, there's another panel of, like, the little targeting boxes coming up on like various things around the office. And then there is one that you see at your feet Mm -hmm. that is a big red targeting box that starts blinking quickly. And Zeus says, Master Odyssey, you are in grave danger. Oh no. And then there are three loud explosions. Mm. And all of you feel the ground beneath you start to shake. Brian Baxter stands up out of his chair and looks at you and says, What the hell did you do? Apparently you called us, we came, we walked into a trap, and you're gonna, what, explode the building and kill us? As you're saying that, the building starts to tilt, and... You all can feel that you, like, okay, so if the building is, like, 90 degrees to the ground, you can feel that a big chunk of it is starting to tilt over towards the ground. 
What do y'all want to do? Want to throw out a rift and start hustling people through it? Sorry. Yep, I- I'm gonna be a, a, trying to push people like you use crowd speak voice and try to get people through the rift to be safe. How many people are up here? Uh, it is the five of you and the three of them. The media was like left behind in the lobby. Oh, okay. I thought media was there. Did we see other people like out in their lobby or and or like anywhere else on this floor? On this floor, no. This like entire floor is just Brian's office. Okay. Vaporwave is going to grab Brian and teleport over to the rift, uh, and kind of unceremoniously shove him through mm. and then teleport back to um who was over there by him it was him uh blue bomber and someone else uh his sister brianna okay so let me ask vaporwave are you like trying to defend him or yeah like- the intent here is to save him from this toppling building uh i trust my teammate enough that i know that he like opened a rift up to somewhere safe so I don't even question it. I'm just throwing people into that rift. (laughs) Okay. As you teleport over and grab him, he's trying to, like, push you away. He does not trust you. I need you to go ahead and roll to defend him for me, though. (laughs) I'm protecting you from yourself, you idiot. (laughs) All right. So I got an eight. Yeah. All right. On a hit, keep them safe and choose one. Would you like to add a team to the pool, take influence over him, or clear a condition? Oh, I would love to take influence over him. Thank you for offering. And then would you like to expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation? I'm all about exposing myself to danger. So I think what happens is you teleport, you throw him through the rift. Uh... Quick check, Odyssey, where's that rift go to? Uh, he would have done someplace he knows is not very crowded. So either like a parking lot or across the street from the actual venue. Okay, I probably should have had you do this before, but things happen quickly. Roll to unleash your powers for me, Odyssey. Okay, I rolled a nine. Okay, you're on a seven to nine. Mark a condition or the effect will be unstable or temporary. I'll take a condition. He's angry. That's fair. Okay, so Vaporwave, you throw Brian Baxter through this portal to the parking lot across the street. And then you feel the blue bomber just smack into you as his jet boots, like, he slams into you flying across the office. And the two of you go flying into the far wall. Awesome. Uh, let's check in with Filter. The ground is going sideways beneath you, and you are falling towards a wall made out of windows. What you doing there? Uh, making sure I'm getting all this recorded, because there ain't no much I can do. (laughs) I have no powers that would be helpful here, and there's probably not conveniently protruding things out of the floor I can hold on to. Not really, no. I'm going to turn the camera on and try to get a good shot. All right. Uh, Quick check in with Warlock and Axel. Filter and Brianna Baxter are both falling towards this wall full of windows. It is quickly becoming a ground of windows. Would Uh, either of you like to defend either of them? uh, Yeah, I I am going to try to defend Filter. Okay. How are you going about doing that? 
I think I think Axel just yells to Warlock. Uh, Warlock, Brianna, and he start and he just like bounds towards Filter and is going to try to use his claws to like uh, hold onto the wall, uh, grab Filter, and try to get her through the portal. Okay, roll to defend Filter for me. Question: Yes, would this count as trying to impress Filter? Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'd say saving her life is pretty impressive. I got an eight. Okay. On a seven to nine, you get to choose one. We'll do the good list first. Uh, add a team to the pool, take influence over filter, or clear a condition. I would actually like to t- uh, take my uh, my bull move there when it matters. What it does is when you defend someone on a hit, you can hold one instead of choosing one from the list. Spend your hold when they are in danger later to arrive on the scene ready to help. Okay, and then would you like to expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation? Oh, you know I'm exposing myself to danger. All right, so you have, like, sunk your claws into the ceiling come wall and grabbed your sister by, what, probably the wrist or something? Probably something like that. So do you feel your fall suddenly stop as Axel grabs you in one of his giant claw-like hands. You look up and see, like, as he smiles down at you, and then a look of concern coming to his face. Because, Axel, as you're looking down at this wall of windows, there is somebody that floats up through the Baxter building wall, several floors below you. This person is a masculine presenting a Native American man. He has long dark hair that is tied back behind his head. He's wearing, like, in standard comic book form, very generic, like, lab scientist clothing. As he floats, his lab coat is, like, flapping in the wind. And you see as his hands start coursing with this, like, dark purple energy. Uh, Warlock, what are you doing? Brianna Baxter is falling towards the wall of windows and this person, and Axel has told you to save her. So the, the the way I'm picturing this, the camera is zoomed in on Warlock and then rotates to show that he's really floating, um, still perfectly upright, even though the world is now turned sideways. Uh, then going to Warlock is just going to point at Brianna and try and pick her up telekinetically. Go ahead and roll to defend her. The one thing I don't have a uh, penalty, that is a nine. All right. Uh, we're rolling a lot of defense tonight, so you know how this goes by now. Can I try to raise it by one, using a team? Uh, how would you like to go about doing that? I want to say that Axel, like, gives, like, a, uh, a good toss for Filter to get to the portal, uses his leverage on the, uh, on the wall floor to, like, bound himself upward so that when Warlock, uh, pulls Brianna in, he can jump off and push Brianna into the portal. Okay, so the thing is, Brianna is, like, below you. You are currently between Warlock and her. Am I, am I next to the portal? What I was thinking was, like, he would swing Brianna past the portal, and then Axel would use his momentum to push her into the portal so she can get out safe. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So, like, that brings you up to a 10 which means you get to pick one from the good list first. Clearing a condition, because I have many of those. 
Okay, which one are you clearing? I'm going to clear Afraid. Let's see, there is the man in the lab coat that is charging up some sort of presumable attack. What's Odyssey doing? We haven't gotten to get to you since you opened up the portal. So you said there's someone right through the the window, right? Yes. There is the uh, Native American man in the lab coat. His fists are glowing with a dark purple energy. I think he's going to do something a little reckless just because he's both scared and angry. He's been holding on with his like one gauntleted arm because it's just generally stronger. And he said he's going to let himself slide down this probably very steep angle and try and land on this guy. Okay, uh, quick check and you know that would take you through the windows and like towards the ground, right? Yes, but he has a rift. He thinks it's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll to directly engage a threat for me. Okay. I rolled a five. That's Ooh. not good for him. Ooh. I could add two team if I do something rule-breaking, uh, destructive, or criminal. There's lots of things you could destroy. <laughs> I know, yeah. The real question is, does it count as destruction if I destroy something in a building that's basically already destroyed? <laughs> There's also the issue of we only have one team left. Well, yeah, so I can add two with one team point. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, if I do it through destructive, criminal, or rule-breaking actions. Got it. So Odyssey has jumped through the window at somebody who's, like, flying, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, to get the flying person's attention... Uh, so there was office furniture in here, right? Uh, there's, like, a desk and a couple of chairs that have all started, like, falling down through the windows. So I'm, I'm kind of, like, mixed up with the blue bomber right now, but I'm gonna teleport over to the desk, grab hold of it, and teleport it, like, to drop on the flying guy, and then teleport back over to Blue Palmer if I can. It's kind of like a distraction, so that way Odyssey has, like, a, a like, kind of, um, you know, like, a distracted target. Oh, you know what? Instead of teleporting, I have, I have laser weapons. Duh. I'm just gonna throw some, like, laser, uh, oh no, but that's not destructive enough, is it? I mean, if someone starts shooting at him, which target is he worried about at this point? Also, the glass is still not broken yet, I don't believe. Several panes of it have been broken out by the office furniture that has started falling through. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. A giant laser anvil that is both heavy and big is going to... I, like, I'm just going to throw it through the window at the flying guy, and um, I assume it's going to hit another building at some point uh, because that's how gravity works. It's going to fall somewhere and do some damage down on the street below, I imagine. All right. So that will bring Odyssey up to a seven, which lets you pick one from the list on directly engaging a threat. Uh, I am looking for impress, surprise, or frighten, specifically this one, surprise. Yeah, I think that definitely tracks. As you <laughs> fall through this window and basically launch yourself at him. The two of you collide in midair, and as you smack into this guy, his arms go flying up towards the windows, mm -hmm. and we get a panel of just, like, energy blasts coming out of his hands, like, completely just, like, one after another, just 
destroying this office that you all are in. Well, everybody else is in. You're not in it anymore. Uh, Filter, what are you doing? You've been thrown up towards the portal by your brother. Yeah, so mostly I'm kidding. Well, is there a way to not just immediately fly through it? I, I don't know how to not just go through this portal. I want to I wanna stay in the room to be see if I can be of use here. I, I'm worried that I'm just going to like, I, she doesn't have any abilities that'll keep her from just kind of being thrown out of the scene. Can you hang on to the edge of these rifts? I mean, I imagine them as more of an intangible like cloud, I guess. If you've ever seen The Flash, imagine the rift they use in that. Hold on. Mm. I'll get you a no, get visual. It. What's something that could be like bolted down into the floor in this office um i mean are you willing to grab onto warlock who's near the yeah that'd be great are there any sort of decorative stone pillars that might like also contain like actual support beams inside of them i actually like the idea of grabbing warlock i think that could be interesting and visually exciting we just switched the people we saved (laughs) (laughs) so filter is now riding warlock like yoshi (laughs) <laughs> she's gonna be falling through the air and she, she has done martial arts so she does like a little spinny flippy thing and then ends up kind of piggybacking on him with her arms around his neck she just keeps one arm around his chest with her hands sunk into the cloak and holding onto it with the other hand she's getting ready to make a light show to distract the man because that worked so well before okay uh to what effect here she's so She's had a good a good luck in the past drawing attention, not necessarily to herself, but by uh, tapping into light to make them unable to target. So she's hoping to, if, if this guy starts throwing down, to be able to blind him enough that he's not going to be able to target properly. Okay, that to me sounds like either directly engaging or unleashing your powers. I'll kind of leave that up to you. Directly engage, because she is actually legitimately fighting him. Uh, okay roll to directly engage a threat for me thanks and no more team yep so warlock you see odyssey go flying through the window and smash into the sky just this barrage of purple beams flying up at your face one looks like it's traveling straight for you and whizzes right past your head and slams into filter yeah, that was not what she was expecting. And Warlock, you feel his filter, like, freezes up on your back? And then, like, filter doesn't weigh a lot. She's uh, still, like, a fairly small teenage girl. But she's still got some weight that you feel starting to lighten. Oh, okay. Um, Definitely go ahead and try to grab her if she... Starts floating away from me. As you reach back and try to grab her, you feel your hand basically phase through her. And on the panel, we see as filters' edges start going a little bit blurry. So she has one of her arms around uh, Warlock, and the other one you see in the panel, she has her hand, she's sort of holding it out and looking at it. That wasn't what I expected to happen. Oh, filter. As you're looking at your hand, it starts going blurry. And then you see as your extremities start disappearing. Very much 
Infinity War style Thanos snap. You're going. So she's going to sort of look around and lean over to Warlock. I think this is the end of the show for me. I keep an eye on the team. Don't let Axel get hurt. He's a good kid. to his ear hashtag never say die vanishes yeah axel what are you doing you just saw your sister disappear after being hit by one of these purple blasts he looks stunned for maybe a second uh and then you see his eyes because usually they're you can see his pupils and you can see the difference like you can see the whites of his eyes but uh, they're not. There's no white anymore. It is pure purple, and he just roars and lets go of the floor and is falling immediately towards the flying guy. He is going to kill him. Okay, roll to directly engage a threat for me. Uh, I shall do that. And go ahead and take a plus one here because that feels appropriate. I feel like that feels pretty appropriate. How? That should actually be a nine. So go ahead and uh, pick one from the list there. Uh, I'm going to uh, frighten the opposition. He is not attacking like he normally does. He is attacking like he is feral. There's nothing stopping him from destroying this man. So you go flying through the air. You slam into this guy and Odyssey. The three of you are tumbling down towards the ground as you're just presumably like clawing and biting at this guy yeah can i roll to defend so that we don't hit the ground defend who uh i'm trying to defend at least axel hopefully the other guy if possible um but the intent is just to open another rift so we safely land on the ground okay i feel like that might actually be unleashing your powers okay either's fine Yeah, roll to unleash, because you're sort of doing this to save yourself as well. Ten. Full hit. All right. Why don't you describe for me what happens as you are attempting to open up this portal? Uh, well, he gets slammed into by Axel, and suddenly he's like, Axel, what the hell? Like, they're flying down a lot faster than he expected. Um, so he immediately, like, lets go of the guy with one arm, tries to reach around, and pulls out his gauntlet opens the rift underneath them. So they're going to slam into the ground, and that's probably going to hurt a little bit, but it's better than the splat. All right. Just a quick check-in. What are Vaporwave and Warlock doing as all this is going on? Vaporwave, you are still, like, pinned up to the wall by the blue bomber. Warlock filter has just evaporated off of your back, and then Axel roared and threw himself through a window at this guy. And now him, Odyssey, and the guy are all tumbling towards the ground. But also Vaporwave is fighting the blue bomber. So <laughs> so I think uh, Vaporwave is like kind of stunned um, after having watched one of his teammates just disappear and die. He's going to look over to the blue bomber and say, um, my teammate died 
because you held me back, you idiot. And I think he's just going to teleport away and hop on through the rift that uh, that Odyssey had opened earlier. Yeah, when you say that, you feel like his grip on you loosens and you have no trouble teleporting away from him. I think uh, before he steps through the rift, he's going to look back at Blue Bomber and say, so much for a hero and uh, just and step on through that rift. Blue Bomber takes a powerful blow. (laughs) (laughs) If he were a player, he definitely would have just that. I could also suggest maybe a provoke. I don't know. Is there anything that Vaporwave is trying to get him to do? Uh, Vaguely be a better superhero, (laughs) but uh, nothing specific in the moment right now, I guess. Uh, I mean, saving the day and fighting the the bad guy could be a... Uh, yeah yeah okay yeah so i guess before he steps through the rift he's gonna say you know the person who's really knocking over your building just killed my teammate why don't you go try and stop them and uh then he'll step through the rift and okay roll to provoke the blue bomber for me oh gosh darn it that's a five as you are starting to step through this rift you feel as once again he throws his rocket boots on and slams into you. The two of you go through the rift and land on the other side. He's got his arms like wrapped around you as the two of you thud into the concrete of the parking lot, leaving like a track behind you as you scrape up a good chunk of it. You don't get hurt, though, but he does stand up and look at Brian Baxter and he says, Mr. Baxter, what? That wasn't... That wasn't part of the plan. Nobody was supposed to die. I would very much like to pierce the mask right now. (laughs) You can do that in our next session, because that's the end of this issue. Oh, no! (laughs) Hey, Vanessa here. If you liked what you heard, the best way to let us know is on Twitter at TTRPGRoulette or leaving us a review on your podcatcher of choice. If you do leave us a review, let us know so we can give you a shout out in a future episode. You can also support us financially on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash TTRPGRoulette. There, you can get access to bonus content such as character creation episodes, blooper reels, an art gallery, and much more. Our music was created by Neil Martin, who you can find on Twitter at Bardic Martin. Our logo was created by Lee, who you can find on Twitter at The Law of Names, or on his mask AP, Otherwear. We want to give a very special shout out to our patrons, including Landon Cornell, MC of Shadows of St. Floor, Reed, Tricky, Dusty, Silva, Vanessa Haas, that's me, Zeke, and Daniel. Until next week, stay lucky. Hey, I'm Dusty Cash. I'm Dusty Hill. And I'm Dusty Weathers. And we're your hosts from Dust to Dice, where we discuss tabletop role-playing games and create items. Like? How about Teddy Cruxpin? NPCs. Our mind player is Galsa Zinyaris Vosi Yohani. And plot hooks. It's called The Weeping Regalia. And if you've got questions, we've probably got answers. So dust off your dice and we'll see you soon. 
I'd like to use my new dark visions and see uh, specifically a vision of what's going on with Filter. Like, did she get teleported to a different dimension or something like that? Or is she just gone? Okay. Uh, Can you go ahead and read Dark Visions out for me? Yep. Dark Visions. Mark your Doom track to have a vision about the situation at hand. After the vision, ask the GM a question. They will answer it honestly. All right. So go ahead and mark that Doom track. Will do. And I think you see Filter... She is surrounded by, like, white light, and, like, the edges of the panel are very light blue, very, very faint. She is floating with her head bowed, hair falling down around her face, very much unresponsive with her arms and legs at her side, or her arms at her side and her legs limp. Got it. Um, And for my uh, official question... Is she dead, or is she gone for good? I will say, to all intents and purposes, she's not on this Earth. I don't think Warlock would know anything about how to go about getting her back. 